0: If you wanna pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind pump. Mind pump with your hosts. Sal Stefano,
1: Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Dude, I didn't get any sleep last night, dude. How I'm gonna be so burnt today hanging out with Joe. Why? Do you have the do you have the poops? No, I got it into I got it. I don't in. know why I said I <laughs> that. Don't, I don't actually I don't even want <laughs> to say I got into it. Uh I was emailing back and forth with B, with Brendan, uh OTF stuff, so I was just really, really frustrated about something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. And I made kind of a mistake yesterday. And Well, I, let me guess
2: before you tell us what the mistake is. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> did you? Did you yeah. did it, does it have to do with. Uh, you don't like being. Uh, with saying the wrong words? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so what what happened was. You can't stop
3: being a leader.
1: Well, no. And, and, and so what, what's happened in my facility, right? So because I was there at the beginning, um, I created this. Um, Relationship with all my staff there, you know, and I see. I even say my staff. It's not even my staff. I'm just a trainer there now.
2: <laughs> so, uh, my staff. <laughs> see, I told you. I have this relationship with all of my employees. You know,
1: <laughs> everybody. Well, I, to me, you know, you and I know you know. You know, when you get, when they're when you've when you've been with them since they started, and you've helped foster them, and and you've seen seen how much they've grown. They're all great trainers now. The facility's the number one in the company. We destroy everybody numbers wise. Uh, we don't even technically have a head trainer in there anymore. Once once we got. Once I stepped down, we had one for a little bit, and they moved him out. So, and yet the place is dominating, right? Well, you know, uh, there is a there's a regional guy who, you know, kind of rubs a lot of the staff the wrong way, and <clears throat> I've been trying to tell B, uh, kind of subtly this, and and uh, without trying to step on. So he's going toes. reverse grip. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta well, go, you got to go underhand. So we have this meeting. We have this meeting, bro, on Monday. On Monday, and we and over these meetings, they go over like all the exercises. These are all the exercises we're going to be teaching. So they decide they're going to do this this coming week, and it's this uh, it's their uh, performance. They call it Peak Performance Week, and they've put in diff- all these different exercises that are for speed and time. Now, when I go to these meetings, I'm, I've I've tried to get better and better about saying less and less. Um, and so I'm I'm in there and I'm just kind of listening and I'm looking at and I'm looking at it and I see uh, they've got uh, dumbbell ground to press uh, for time. And I just cringe, and I go, man. I just what I said, and I asked, the, I asked all the trainers. They're First all of in. all,
2: what's a dumbbell what ground is and press? That?
1: Ground and press means you actually take the dumbbells, squat all the way down to the dumbbells touch the ground, pick, curl them up, and press them over your head for okay. time. So it's it's trying to get you to do that quickly. Yeah, as fast as you can, as many reps. Oh, oh, that yeah, sounds and, uh, that's and a, dumb. And if you that's, have, a, that's a recipe yeah. for disaster. And if you haven't done it, you should stand up because when you, it's not squat curl to a press it's ground to press you're supposed to take the dumbbells all which you're taking them from a deadlift position basically lower than a deadlift because
2: their dumbbells are
1: small exactly so it's uh about 90 percent of all members that do it end up getting round rounded backs when they come all the way down and knees Mm -hmm. are over the toe i mean it's just it's a mess Mm -hmm. exercise it is that it's already takes a lot of coaching so and i see this because i'm in there and they teach this exercise already well then when they decide they're going to do it for time i'm just like this is not a good idea well so I'm so disconnected there that I don't really know a lot unless I go to these meetings and I kind of get filled in. And this is one of the things I'm getting filled in. And I see that and I pointed out and everybody right away was very receptive. They're like, you know what? You're totally right. Like, let's all agree on something else that's safer and better. And we thought, well, maybe we'll do thrusters or do just regular dumbbell squats or something like that. Right. And so mm-hmm. we all like, yeah, that's a great idea. So we all agree on that. So that's all that happens. Well, then later on that afternoon. Uh, the head trainer uh, of the other location sends out like, hey, you know, uh, and he CCs he, he everybody. So all the trainers, uh, Brendan, all the owners, everyone's on this email. And it says, um, we've changed this, uh, decided to change this exercise because we think it would be in the best interest of our members and safer to do this. And um, like maybe, I don't know, an hour later, the regional guy sends back um, and, and you like bullet points like, no, this, you need to be a better coach and learn how to teach this and this and that, this is a move. And he's like, totally like his, and I'm like, and then, so what
2: happens? is well, this sounds like- It's a, your fault. This sounds like ego. Yeah.
1: Well, it, yeah. And so what happens Big is, uh, and, and I don't, I think it's unintentional that this has happened, that the, the trainers have naturally just kind of pitted me against him because they don't, they're all afraid to speak up to him. They don't mm. know what to say. And And
2: and you and you relish Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you <laughs> such a dick Now you look bad. I'll leave the so, charge. Yeah. <laughs> let's, see, let's see, when all of Adam's people go to Adam, Adam, can you please hey. speak out for us? And I'm like, Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, if I must. I'll do it.
1: Yeah. Well and, and I'm sure it looks like that in this situation because I definitely uh spoke too soon and put my foot in my mouth because I just assumed that it was either one, the regional guy who got really defensive and started firing at the email, or the original trainer who was explaining that that changed it. I didn't know that it was written by Brendan. So then when I came... Oh, it was by your boy? So I came back and I re- replied to all. I kind of like, you know, was... Uh, really direct about how stupid of an exercise it was for us to do. And I and then I found out later, oopsies, that and the way I found out was then Brendan responded and he kind of, you know, he kind of put me on blast on and everybody and I'm just like, dude, why why is he I don't understand why he doesn't see this and then it like I it dawned on me that oh shit, this probably came from him. Yeah. I totally just wrote this email thinking that I'm firing at the regional guy who I thought was so silly for undermining the other trainer. But in reality, I just looked like I was undermining Brendan in front of all his staff. And I'm like, what a dick move I just pulled. So (laughs) I wrote an email to him, like just him privately. It was just like, hey, bro, I'm so sorry, this and that. But hey, man. And then we got it. And then it ended up being this all the way till three in the morning. I'm going back and forth on emails with this guy debating semantics over like training. And what there's no such thing as a perfect training program. and I don't care if it's MAPS, CrossFit, or Orange Theory or this and that. and. You know, coach around it and trying to tell me to teach me how to be a better coach. And I'm like, no, dude, what a good coach would do is see that that's a that's an issue that somebody shouldn't be doing that yet. There's a lot of other things their body should be doing before they do a movement like that. And I and and I care. And me, I, I look too because I've been in a big box. I've had HR and loss prevention and lawsuits. I've been a part of. I I see that stuff ahead of time. You know, I look at that and I go... That'll be
3: an issue for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, it's fine right now. We're still small time. And, you know, the guy who gets hurt is going to be a friend of the friend. So right now, but sooner or later, we're going to hurt somebody who we shouldn't hurt, you know, and and then we're up for a big lawsuit. Well, here's what
2: you don't want. Here's... This is exactly what you don't want. This is the mistake that CrossFit made is once you start to develop a reputation of, (laughs) you know, if people start to get injured and the intensity is applied too high or whatever... Um, you, you'll lose, you'll start to lose credibility. You'll start to, people will be afraid to come work out there. It won't become, it will be looked at differently. Of course, there's a certain percentage of the population that you'll appeal to mm-hmm. who's like, yeah, I get to go in there and beat the crap out of myself. Yeah. But uh, that's not that's, a very large percentage mm, of population. That's not
3: the demographics they're portraying anyway. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's completely amiss.
1: Yeah, so... Um, no, in, in, in any given class I have, uh, you know... Two or three athletes, you know, a class of 30. You know, right. There's two or three athletes.
2: And then So you're looking at 10, five, five to 10%. And then
1: there's five to 10 that can perform the movement if coached properly. Then the other 20, you know, are people that shouldn't be doing it. You mm-hmm. know, that sh- there's other things that would be far more beneficial for them than even to attempt a movement like that. That's just. So, you know, that I struggle with that. It's a, it's a, it's a tough thing for me to do. The, what I love about B is he gives me a lot of freedom and room. He doesn't mess with me if I do change template stuff or I do modify things like that. I just go ahead and do it. And this was a situation that, um, I felt like we, I had explained to everybody, everybody totally agreed, they understood, and we we're all on the same page and then it would like to get Slam back, no, this is what you're going to do. And I even went to the point of saying, like, you know, I refuse to teach this. So if it's on a day that I'm teaching, someone's going to have to cover my class because I I have too much integrity as a trainer, knowing damn well that I shouldn't be doing something like that, that I won't teach it. So, you know, I... (laughs) I went that far to do that and I was just like fuck I didn't even know that it was B who put that out. Like, dude, you yeah. know
2: what? It just it just goes to show you uh, And uh, really none of us are meant to work for anybody. I yeah. hate to say it, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're just not made I'm not look I'm the no. same way I'm not made that way. When I left 24 Hour Fitness the first cuz I left twice. When I left the first time my my exit uh I the the the, the, the president gets on the phone. This guy this guy presides over i don't know how many how many clubs were in northern california the, the, the divisional president was oh, like 170 175, 175. something like that i mean this guy's like a big you know he he, he manages more clubs than, than any other company has in fitness this guy gets on the phone trying to talk to me why i quit and i call him i tell him to shut the fuck up fat ass i said that on the phone to him <laughs> This is horrible. <laughs> this is not good. If you're listening right now and you work for someone, don't be like, "Oh, not." It's not what you Mind say. Mind Pump says, "Do this," because it's bad. You'll get fired. That's what we call burning bridges. Yeah, yeah I, and I thought I did. I thought I scorched that motherfucking bridge. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna. But do, I came back gasoline. I came, I came back and ran another One of the clubs. Some more of the clubs. <laughs> We're gonna have the title of this <laughs> you episode. You better be freaking
3: talented.
1: I'll tell you that this is not the episode you listen to Mind Pump. Yeah. No, <laughs> don't take. Yeah, don't take my advice on a situation like that. You should not. I mean, and I was totally apologetic too because I did. Did not realize that I did that was totally disrespectful. Um It did look like I was under my, this is the owner, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's my boy. And he does give me complete freedom. He does and, not and fuck with me. He's he also not... a cool guy. Oh, yeah. absolutely. He's not a dick. He's a great guy. Very Smart guy. Very intelligent. Very good man. Yeah, like yeah. I got a lot of respect. Because if he
2: was a dick, then then you would oh, have
1: been, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> that email would have got really gnarly in front of everybody if it, was, if it was somebody I didn't like. I have a lot of respect for him and I made the mistake in that situation. Yeah. But it's tough, you know, it's like you said. It's with, hard when you have a big yeah. mouth.
2: It is. I can I can, I can I mean, fuck man Me and Justin We can feel you bro We just point it out Yeah we can We can't stop We can't stop Yeah, yeah. We had a big mouth. Wait a second yeah. Shh What huh? It is again. It's that time. It's the motherfucking Qua. <laughs>
3: it's
1: the mother quah. Quik
3: It just won't die. I'm bringing it back. You know what? I was waiting. I saw zero hashtags, bro. Yeah.
1: Fuck. I'm sorry. Zero I'm, I'm gonna make zero. it happen. Yeah. <laughs> quee-qua, 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 quee-qua. I know there's a couple big diehard Sal fans, and I know they were trying to fucking fill out like I was spell it. They're like, right? They're like, wait a minute.
3: We gotta get his back on this one. Yeah, I'm not gonna get his
0: back. I'm not sure how we hashtag that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we do have questions. We have the metabolic seahorse, who is saying <laughs> that's, the, that's the best name I've ever heard. That's like a just, a, best, just a metabolic seahorse, sea badass. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah seahorses all day.
0: He's a trainer who spends way too much time programming and wants to spend more time on his business. So he's asking for some advice here.
2: Mm. Oh yeah. So he's spending yeah. a lot of time putting together his workouts for his clients. Here's the deal: uh, when you're designing a workout plan for a lot of people there's a lot of time that needs to be spent programming the vast majority of the programming for your individual clients or one-on-one clients actually happens at the during the time that you're training them so and and let me explain if I have a client come in I have a general idea of what we're going to do today yeah you get
3: your framework established
2: general and it's in my mind it's general okay maybe I'll write it down but it's 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 a pretty general idea as a I'm training them. The programming gets modified according to how their body moves. Right. Well, use the exam- according- example we just did right now. Maybe yeah. you had planned you were going to do some ground
1: to presses, and then you notice something, and then what happens? Right,
2: exactly. Then I'm going to modify it and change it to a new exercise. I'm going to, you know, as we're doing squats, I notice, you know, maybe the hips aren't firing the way they should. Okay, let's stop right here. We're going to mm-hmm. move over here, do some floor bridges. Yeah. Uh, maybe do some single leg toe touches. Maybe there's a pain there that we really just need to work on mobility for today. Yeah, you don't want to get stuck in the rut of making, of programming all the workouts before you train your clients and then you train them. Right. And unless there's something dramatic that happens, you stay rigid to your program. Because that's not uh, the strength of personal training. Well, the strength of personal training is to be able to change yeah. on a whim. And my workouts really are dictated by my clients. And my programming happens right there live as I'm training.
3: Yeah, I'll give him credit, though. It's a great discipline. You know, for him, he's very focused, it sounds like, on his clients getting, you know, the best service that he can provide, which, you know, I I can kind of identify with this just in the beginning stages of training. Like, I was very focused on, like, having the best programming, the best uh, exercises that are going to benefit this person. Everything's all written out, planned <clears throat> out. And like you said, Sal, it's just like you—you you have this 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 framework. You have this sheet in front of you, and uh, what what happened with that is I just I'm like uh 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 looking down my my list, and and guess what? If I'm in a big box gym, something's taken. Now what? Mm-hmm. Now I have to readjust. Okay, well, well, maybe we'll do it in this sequence instead, and then you know, and it just comes with experience to where you can actually just start to see that by you know how the person moves, and like okay, and then what you know. <clears throat> In a general sense, what we need to cover for the
2: day—that's a great point you made about uh, if something's <laughs> taken. Because I'm going to tell you something right now as a trainer. Also, uh, how you handle situations like that outwardly in front of your client is very important. So let me explain. If I have a client who we've been progressing and we've been or we've been adding weight to his squat, and he's doing very well, and he comes in, he knows today we're going to do barbell squat. He comes in and oh shit, all the racks are taken. Okay, we can't do a barbell squat. Now, either A, I can be like, fuck, all the squat racks are taken, we're going to have to wait, or I don't know what we're going to do, and now disappoint the client, and the client's like, fuck, this sucks, I don't know if I want to work out at this gym, or he can come in, I see all the squat racks racks are taken, and so I make it appear to him that that's not part of the program today. yeah Actually, today what we're going to do is we're going to do walking lunges because I want to work on, and it's not a bad thing, it's a good thing to do different exercises, but also... I also want to present to my client that I've got it under control, and this is part of the plan. Right. Because if you, I've seen trainers do this with their clients. Yeah, they like, sit
1: and wait for. A they exercise sit and wait, to- or yeah. oh
2: crap, we can't do this exercise. Do they walk uh, around aim- aimlessly. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did you watch, Walking Dead, last night? Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you don't want you want your client to feel like you're in control, and you want them to appreciate the gym. There, you could be training people at prime time; it could be packed in your gym, but. You've always got the answer. We're going to do this exercise today. Oh, don't worry. I wasn't planning on doing that one anyway. So that's also another important thing. That, cause I, I wanted to say that because Justin brought up something extremely important. If you're in a big box, that's going to happen. Well,
1: yeah. I, I mean, I was waiting for one of you to do. Neither one of you do it, so I'll go ahead and do it. I'm going to give us a shameless plug here. Um, I mean, th- honestly, this is, what, for those. <laughs> this is what maps is kind of all about. Um, ultimately, we are trying to teach uh, the general population how to program design for themselves. It's not just that we're we're providing programs for people, but we're trying to provide a, a resource for them to learn how to program themselves. And they, these are great skeletal structures. This is why we offer the forum also so people come in and modify and change. So, I mean, if you don't already have maps, this would be a, an ideal situation is if you had all the maps and then you use that as your foundation. Being a smart trainer, like you definitely sound like you are. You use that as your foundation, and then you modify accordingly. So you already have something. We've that- already
2: got uh, quite a few trainers that do that. Yeah, that follow the maps template and train their clients accordingly. Yeah. They've had great success.
1: And what's end. what I love to see on the forum, and I'm starting to see it more and more now, where these trainers are actually they'll 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 modify our program and incorporate their own mods and and different uh, exercises and movements in there, and then they'll post it on the forum and say, hey, what do you guys think? Yeah. And then we give our feedback. We'll say, "Oh man, that's super awesome!" Or I, I just read one the other day. I, I I told someone, "Well, you might want to consider that you just did this movement, and then going over to do a zercher, you're going to be super fatigued for that. So if you really want to focus on, you know, getting strength, uh, building your strength up in your zercher, you're probably going to be hindering that because you did this movement right before. But other than that, I think that's an awesome, awesome workout. So I think
3: something else too. And I and I'm I'm really just reading into this, like as far as like general, um as far as schedule is concerned, like there's, there's like a sequence I'll use, like I'll make sure that I stack clients back to back to back to back. And then I, and I give myself an allotted time to work just on my business outside of the business. Right. And, uh, you know, if you haven't done that already, uh, you need to allot a specific time during the day where you work on your business, you work on your marketing, you work on your website, you work on networking, uh, creating joint ventures, like like. This is what being, you know, an entrepreneur, a, 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 you know, a business owner is all about.
2: That's very very smart. Yeah. So Uh, one of the best things I ever I ever did as a as a manager of uh, trainers was I would have them schedule time to get leads. So you know, here's your hour, your break. Uh, Your goal is to get three leads, and what what a lead means for a trainer a lot of times is uh, scheduling client. Yeah, well, scheduling three goal assessments. Um, So. Do that for yourself and trainers suck at that. I'll just be honest. Most trainers are horrible at that because trainers love to train people, but they hate to prospect Mm -hmm. and they hate to sell for the most part. Um, So if you schedule the time and force yourself to do it, you'll build your business. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say that's probably the biggest weakness in, in most trainers is that inability to do that and scheduling it and forcing yourself to do it. You'll be light years ahead of your peers.
0: Colin Sailors asking about the pros and cons of boot camps and group classes versus traditional
2: resistance training. Well, this kind of goes into our intro. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, the pros. Well, I'll go into the pros. The pros of group uh, classes, um, are is the motivation the energy the, everybody provides? It's fun. Yeah. Uh, the camaraderie. The it, yeah. all that accountability. It's, accountability. The it could get you to do, to you know work out sometimes and you don't feel like it because you know you're gonna be there and you're gonna see you know your friends or whatever. Um, some of the cons, it's they're very non-individualized, not specific, not specific. You could be doing the wrong things for your body, yeah. um, either too easy or too hard or the wrong you know uh, you know exercise you know sequence. Um, combining it with an individualized program. Is I think a good idea. If you did, let's say, three days a week of resistance training on your own with excellent individualized programming, one or two additional days of a group class, so long as the intensity isn't so high that it you know counters what you've done on the other days, um, is probably it's, it's fine. It's a good idea if you're fit enough to do that. If you're not, then don't. Uh, you should spend in in that case. Just speaking from a results uh, you know perspective, um, you're better off. Spending your time doing the individual, individualized type workouts. Now, yeah. if you hate exercise so much that working out on your own is will never happen, then boot camps will win. Yeah. Then do boot camps because a shitty workout uh, is better than no workout usually unless you do really, really bad stuff. So if you're just like, man, I just don't like working out by myself and the only way I'm active is if I do these group classes, then go ahead and do those and focus on those. If that's going to get you to exercise and move?
1: No, I, yeah, I don't think I could say that any better. That's uh, for sure. The, the group classes, I, when I recommend to somebody, it's it's exactly that is if you feel like um, you're not the type of person that will go to the gym by yourself and uh, learn on your own and will motivate yourself to get there every morning that you need to um, and you feel you need that that accountability or you, let, you need that motivation, then like Sal said, I think uh, then that it is for you. But uh, I I get people too a lot of times uh, that right now that like I coach that um, I met through Orange Theory and, you know, and and they're also going through maps. And so I've incorporated it with it, but I have to I have to get them to modify some things. You know, I I can't have them. I tell them when they go to Orange Theory, they need to, to bring down the intensity a little bit so they're not, you know, super balls to the walls, hammering themselves there. and Then they go and hit themselves really hard resistance training. You know we need to, to to uh pull back a tiny bit but yeah you could actually you can absolutely like Sal said if you're uh athletic enough and you and you're in that kind of condition uh handle both of them but it is it's a lot it's a lot about listening to your body and then your goals what it is you're trying to achieve I've got uh you know I used to run boot camps for years so um I had them all over the bay area and you know, I had I had a lot of uh, guys and girls that, you know, for them, it was it was that they weren't trying to progress their physique. They weren't trying to really improve it. They they knew that if they weren't if they didn't come see me with the other, you know, couples that were going to the camp also that they wouldn't come at all. And, you know, I taught them a lot of good mobility stuff and stretching and, you know, I'd, I'd get them to do things that they knew they wouldn't do. On their own. And so, and they, they they enjoyed it for that reason. They weren't, like I said, they weren't trying to make major gains or changes in their body. Sure. They wanted to lean out a little bit, or they wanted to cancel out the, the wine drinking and the fun they were doing on the weekend, but that's kind of their mentality. If you're somebody who is interested uh, in uh, progressing your body and maximizing your results, well then you, you can't, uh, group is always going to be inferior to, uh, to one-on-one or training yourself correctly. Um, so
2: that's, that's the only, the only con
1: that I have to say about it is if
2: one thing that I say a lot of times to <clears throat> people who take classes is this, um, because there's a, there's this factor that plays into a group exercise that is detrimental. And that's this, that you're in a class and you're afraid to modify or change right. what you're doing because you're in the class and you, it's either embarrassing or, you know, the coach said to do this, so I'm just going to do what he says, and I got to do what everybody yeah, else you does. You don't want to look like a weakling or, you know, like you need help. Right. He, here's the deal. Don't forget this. When you take a class, you're there to work yourself out yeah. above all things. Yeah. It's your practice. It's your – they say that in yoga. Like this is your individual practice. So when you go in there, if the exercise bothers you, don't do it. Yeah. Modify it. Go easier right. if you feel you need to or ask for a substitute. Don't worry about doing something different from everybody else. It's all about you and – And you're still going to get the benefit of working out with other people and the motivation. So don't feel like you have to do exactly what they tell you to do. That's exactly
3: the advice I would have given because that's what worries me the most about somebody coming in that has any sort of uh, pain or or, or some kind of like imbalance that they know, they inherently know, and then they just feel with the momentum, they kind of go with the momentum of it and, well, you know, maybe I can do it this time. And, you know, that's where you get into trouble. And and I feel like uh, also too, like I put, Coaches on blast a lot of times that that train these these group classes because that becomes the 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 driving motivating factor is to get them to press harder and so then they'll go around the class and try and get people motivated by getting them to go harder and outside of their uh, uh normal capacity and uh, that's dangerous because. You know, you might get somebody like that that, that is like, oh, well, he the coach told me, you know, I, I I should kind of press a little harder and, and, and really work towards the end. Uh, so anyway, just it really it has to be about if you're going to go into a class, you really got to uh, consider your limitations and uh, uh, take things uh, very personal. Like I, I can do this, you know, this one
0: I'm going to I'm going to lay off. Exactly. Emily K Ham is asking if humans were meant to eat animal or plant-based diets, and is it healthy to have a diet of
2: meat, fish, and eggs? Humans were. This is a this. This debate makes me laugh. Well, we got the teeth, bro. We get well, the, t- the for, teeth to do it all. Besides the teeth, like this, just makes me laugh. Like <laughs> humans were meant to eat all of it. Okay, uh, we're was not- a lion meant to eat another animal? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's the deal, no, though. Man. But here's the deal, though. You have carnivores, you have herbivores, and you have omnivores. Humans are omnivores. We're meant to eat all of it. And the best science that we have shows that you can be very healthy with a with the wide variety of diets. There's general rules. Right. Uh, don't overeat. That's number one. Eat you know natural whole foods. That's number two. Um, but ultimately, eat. We can we can eat a diet that's high in in plants. <laughs> and be healthy. We could also eat a diet that's higher in animal you know, uh, products and be very healthy. It, speaking from a science uh, perspective, we wouldn't have the massive brains that we have and the digestive systems that we have if we didn't eat meat. Um, if you just eat plants, you need to have, especially raw plants, you need to have this really long, complex digestive system. And you look at animals like cows, and they've got like four stomachs, and there's lots of this, you know, breaking <laughs> down fibers over and over again to 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 get the nutrients out of it. Humans are smart, and we learned how to cook our food a long time ago. And cooking our food, what people don't realize is when you cook food, you're you're partially you're you're, you're digesting it with with an outside force. you the cooking breaks it down and allows you to unlock the fats and the proteins and the nutrients that are in that food if we didn't harness fire it'd be very very difficult to yeah. eat meat I mean, the you, way we do
3: you know it's funny when i when i think about this i i think back to like you know the earliest humans like they ate fucking everything dude you know i'll tell you they ate everything when i mean everything i mean everything Anything it's you get trial hands on. and error bugs no no dirt <laughs> yeah. rocks you know what i'm saying like they've tried everything oh that didn't work <laughs> yeah, it's, like I'm sure like it, like and then fire came in and then we decided, oh, like this is better because now I can burn like it just they just figured it out. But based off of trial and error, oh, this plant is poisonous because Jim died.
2: You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like that's how they found out. You, and, and, and the evidence, you know, defends that. I mean, there's evidence, uh, you know, there's the remains, uh, you know, old fire camps where we could see, you know, uh, that we obviously were eating animal flesh and then, of course, plant you know, there's evidence that we ate plants. And then if you look at cultures now, when they do these big, big population studies and they find, okay, the healthiest cultures, what do they eat? Some of them eat, you know, animal products a lot. Some of them eat a lot of ve- vegetable products. Uh, all of them are active. All of them don't overeat. And all of them focus on whole natural foods. I'll give you an example. Um, if I eat, uh, if I eat beef that's uh, grain-fed, you know, uh, antibiotics, uh, you know, raised, you know, raised in you know confined, you know, spaces, the fatty acid profile is going to be different, very different in that meat than if I ate from a cow that was grass-fed and allowed to roam and move around. Um, our bodies evolved eating, you know, more of these natural sources. The same thing goes for plants. Uh I could eat, you know, uh, broccoli that's natural organic, or I could eat like a broccoli chip that was processed and turned into some kind of like snack in a bag or whatever. Uh one is gonna be healthy and one's not gonna be so healthy. Um not all vegetables are good for you. Not all, you know, not and not preparing them all in the same way are gonna be healthy. Look, if I, I can eat canola oil, canola oil is vegetarian. Canola oil is very bad for you. Yeah. Um I could eat animal products that are bad for me too. I could eat, you know, salamis and you know, pepperonis and stuff of highly processed meats and that's and not going to be as good for me and else, it's yeah. not going to be as good for me so uh y- yes humans were meant to eat all of that stuff and this is why every single culture in the world incorporates both yeah. of these things it's very in diverse their diet. all the way
3: across the board like it's it depends super. on the region you're in like everybody has like it's what's available whatever is available here uh maybe you don't have that many plants available and there's just like grass in these big ass animals. What are you going to eat?
2: The yeah. And, grass? and it's and it's likely that the human diet was very cyclic. So if in the summer or spring when things are growing um, and if I'm a human and I'm a hunter gatherer and I see a tree with fruit on it, uh, guess what I'm going to eat today? I'm going to eat all that fruit, you know, and if it's, you know, I can't find any vegetables or fruits or whatever and I'm trying to, you know, scavenge and oh, there's an animal right there and I'm going to kill that. Guess what I'm going to eat the hell out of? I'm going to eat the hell out of that animal. Uh, and I'm going to eat, by the way, I'm going to eat everything of that. Animal. I'm going to eat its eyeballs. I'm going to eat its tongue. I'm going to eat its freaking liver. Uh, this is why organ meats are also healthy uh, to eat. So you got to look at, you know, uh, the, the, the the ability of the human body to flourish on a wide variety of things. And it's it's just, this is just so indicative of, of people, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. people will do something and then all of a sudden they develop their cult around it. And it's like me versus you. It's mm-hmm. so funny to me. Like I don't yeah. give a shit. You want to eat, you know, you know, a vegan diet? That's fine. Right. That can be healthy. Or you want to eat you know uh you know more of a paleo style diet that can be
1: healthy too that's why I, I actually love for when we get into debates with some of these these cult like you know pages or people because we don't have a stance we don't have a oh this way of eating is better than yeah. your way of eating it's a, we we And encourage- they may
3: have valid points like but they're but that's where it stops yeah. you know
1: like you have a couple valid points but then the
3: rest of it is
1: just all like total dogma. Well, and, and then it, it's like, it's very similar it reminds me of like the supplement industry. They take a little bit of science, you know, they take a little bit of truth and then they just, they turn into the, they turn into this huge thing where it's like, Oh my God, I can't, the red meats, these are so bad for you, you know, cause this study showed this. It's like, yeah. you find one study that showed something, something that was adverse in somebody's body. And now all of a sudden you're going to run with, and, and it, what people don't get, the people that fall right into that trap, um, have, have, don't see the, um, the sales pitch, you know, they don't get it. They don't get that. It's a whole, it's a whole pitch, you know, creating these acronyms around, you know, IIFYM and shit, like creating things like that. It's just like, dude, it's, yeah, it's it's marketing, dude. Humans
2: humans like to make religions. Yeah, uh, yeah. We like to develop our own cult it's and religion. They want to put you in
1: a box. I don't know how many times you going to say this. Stop letting people put you in a fucking box. We don't belong in a box. No, man. and,
2: and yeah. I tell you what, uh, you know, when vegans are against people that eat animal protein because of moral reasons, they can argue all day long. And you know what, they have their points because of their beliefs. I get that. But when you're trying to argue against, uh, you know, eating animal product because you think. Uh, it's unhealthy. You're just wrong, and and people who eat animal product who against who argue against vegans because they say they they're always unhealthy are also wrong. And let's also consider this: there's a tremendous difference between individuals. Mm-hmm. So I might be able to write down what I think to be you know generally a very healthy diet, but if you can't tolerate beef, if you eat beef and it makes you feel like shit, and you know it makes your stomach hurt and you can't tolerate it, guess what? You shouldn't eat. You know you shouldn't eat beef. So. Listen to your body is one of those things. I can't. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people go. Oh, I want to. They'll stick to a diet because they think it's so good, but they obviously feel horrible. And they'll be like, "But the yeah. science said it's good." And this, but I have to make this work. Well, and it's like it doesn't fucking work for you, I'm, man. Don't I'm do glad. It.
1: I'm glad you're talking about this right now because I actually this is a good, good little thing. We should little side note here because um, since we've all been doing ketogenic and going that way, we've had this huge flood of people that are doing it like crazy. And I've helped a lot of people out lately with it, you know, and, and giving them like, Hey, these are things to look for. And, you know, you might feel like this if you're not getting enough of that. You might want to bump this, and you know, trying to advise people. And then I've got some people that are just they're so they they they're closed. They I mean we've talked about what we like about it? Like this that is it? I gotta they do gotta it. do it. And then they're they're the feedback they're giving me. They're just like I've got headaches. I like, feel miserable. Oh it's so yeah. hard for me. I can't been find- doing it for two weeks. Yeah. I figured it was gonna work now, but and I'm I, still struggling. Yeah, and they're and they're asking me questions like you know when's this gonna get better or when? I mean, this is really challenging. When am I? And I'm like. Listen. It sounds like this is not yeah. for you. It
3: sounds,
0: this sounds like it sounds like you're miserable. <laughs>
1: yeah. This. I mean, I said at the end of the day, you you always got to look at this, and this is for vegans, carnivores, you know, keto people, everybody, whatever it is that you decide that that you're going to follow. It's you got to be able to pull yourself out and, and look at it and say, is this a way of life? Is this a way that I I could see myself in? and it, do I like it? Do I like it? Is it uh, realistic? Is it something that I'm into and I I, I find works for me. Yeah. Uh, in addition is healthy for me, you know, because you can, you can argue all those things and the science behind why they can be super healthy. They, all those ways of eating can be healthy and they all have their science to support what's great about it. But at the end of the day,
2: it's really what, what is best for your body and learning that. It you reminds know? me of like when we, when we do, when we talk about fasting and the science of fasting, how mm-hmm. fascinating it is and yeah. all the benefits. And then I'll inevitably we'll get messages from some people who'll be like, I tried fasting. I felt horrible. Mm. You know, I got dizzy or whatever Weak, and it's yeah, I just couldn't think straight. Don't do it. Yeah. Like if it, <laughs> it's like it's okay. You. Like if the science says it's great, yeah. but for you you don't feel good, then that's fine. The science the study didn't include you. You weren't in the study right. where they studied it, obviously.
3: You're the one we left at <laughs> camp, you know, to bring the food back. Yeah, to. it just it just you know I mean? doesn't it's Stay just there, you know, rest up. That's it. There's there's going to be things we'll be that, fine.
2: there's going to be things in fitness and in nutrition. That work for a lot of people, but there's almost nothing that works for everybody. Don't ever forget that. Oh, absolutely. Almost nothing. Even, even our programs, as awesome as our programming is, as great as it is, we know it's gonna work for the vast majority for the vast majority of people that follow any of our programs, they're gonna get better results than they ever had in their entire life. Yeah. But there's gonna be some outliers, there's gonna be some people whose bodies respond differently. Well, now we have yet to run into anybody who's been vocal about that. For for the most part, we've gotten great, yeah, amazing yeah. feedback. But, but it's inevitable. But don't there, feel
3: bad
0: if you feel bad,
3: right?
2: <laughs> right. Uh, like just recognize it
0: and uh, adjust. Exactly. Dan R eighty seven is asking if Mind pump made an aftershave. <laughs> what would it smell like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey,
2: collectively or individually? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say
0: this. This would if, be an interesting. We,
2: I think we'd all uh, have different musk. smells. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. if sexiness had a smell, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I don't think, know. I,
1: I I pictured Justin like this, like you know, wood, wood, yeah. <laughs> Just oak, dude. Gasoline,
2: man. Or, or gasoline. Yeah, gasoline
1: or, or oak. That's what I was thinking. Maybe combination of that. Like Ooh, gasoline oak. Gasoline oak. I love it. I like. Yeah, I yeah. Do, I do see that.
2: Yeah, I don't know. What would uh, What would mine smell like? Sardines. Mm. Sardines. Yeah, <laughs> like-
1: <laughs>
2: Some racist.
3: <sorry>. Sardines. <laughs> Sal, did you did you did you, you rub sardines uh, and aqua? <laughs> uh, what's that? One? Uh, aqua no, velva. Aqua no, velva. No, Sal,
2: did you did hair you just, gel? Uh, did hair gel just- and, and sardines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did yeah. you wash your hair in tomato sauce this morning? You smell like, <laughs> you smell like, a, you smell oh, like- no
1: broccoli. That's Basil and broccoli. Yeah, that's, sure. and, yeah.
2: Uh, broccoli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what you <laughs> would smell broccoli. like broccoli yeah. Sartese. I do you know what Adams would smell like? Oh yeah. Bubble gum. Bubblegum. <laughs> bubble <laughs> it would smell like bubble That's gum. what my taste yeah. It would smell like Fruit Loops. <laughs> I don't know. I think Fruit Loops? No. Oh my god, I just right? you just said Fruit Loops oh, like, like, and yeah. I just remembered what it smelled like. I haven't had Fruit Loops in like Yeah. I just got thirty It's years. very distinctive. Fruit yeah. Loops, yeah.
1: God yeah, damn. You can yeah. smell them right now, huh? Yeah, I can just... smell. You know what's so funny? Is it, isn't that fascinating, the nose, yeah. like, It's like that where you just have these distinct smells. Well, it, that's like,
2: engineered in there. You the, know that. The, the senses of the, the, the part of the brain that processes smell or, or understands smell is so close to the part of the brain that, under, that remembers memories that this is why you can smell something and instantly you'll be taken to that memory. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. So they're so close to each other that they happen. But you know how it's funny? Back on the Fruit Loops, it's hilarious. Knowing as much as I know now... When I look at foods, it's insane the engineering that goes into fucking. Food. Yes, dude. It's like we're gonna create this crunchy, <laughs> circular shaped product, and we're gonna make yeah. it taste like fruit. You <laughs> have a
3: crackhead toucan to be like, Row!
2: and we're and we're Get gonna fruit and we're gonna give it a shelf life of five years. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's science. Mm. That is some amazing engineering mm. and science that goes into yeah. that. Well, they. I mean, play, I play, I, play it, your Mario Brothers. If you guys
1: didn't watch that General Mills thing that I sent over to you, remember I told you that General Mills was uh, coming. They're going to. They're moving to uh, getting all the artificial sweeteners and colors and everything. They're they're yep. getting out of their cereals yep. and it's a whole transition they're going through. And I watched this whole video process of you know they're working super hard to try and keep the cereal looking,
2: looking s- and tasting the same. St- yeah,
3: you know what I. You know I'm going to trip you guys out. And Sal, you probably already know this, but. Um, they're actually working right now on creating actual meat like like they they create meat grow it in the lab they feed it right so that they're working on a way they can process like blood flow and everything with the nutrients and then they basically can feed this meat so then they can serve it and give it different textures and everything
2: they're gonna, they're going to grow they're growing meat they're, in the laboratory they're growing it so you know who loves that
3: vegans, Be- vegans yeah. yeah
2: vegans love that shit yeah they'll love it cuz then now there's
3: you know but See, so what I, they do is they take they take a little bit off of the animal you know and then they grow it you into know what? a steak so it didn't taste good so
2: I, I i read an interview by a scientist who actually ate a steak that was grown in a lab oh yeah and he said it didn't taste good and i know why because the meat didn't have feelings Uh, You need to have (laughs) You have have to crush their feelings When you eat the the meat You need to eat the Oh god You just pissed off All our our vegan listeners Just tuned out right now They (laughs) know I respect it.
3: It was just a joke There was no tears in it
2: I'm just making a joke Here's the thing About all this uh, You know like what we're talking about About the General Mills Changing their You know their their stance And they want to go You know no artificial sweeteners And all And this and that Uh, I've had people So we've recently talked about supplements In the supplement industry And people have said to me We should have the FDA regulate you know no, supplements, which is a bad—it's yeah, a bad idea. That's, that's a yeah, idea. Let's like, let like government get more. Well, involved. here's what I <laughs> here's what I think. Uh, you know, w- luckily with the technology the way it is, with the internet, with the way that people can share ideas nowadays, checks and balances are there. This is why the changes are happening so quickly. General Mills, five years ago, would have never considered that. Now they they, they have to because the market changes so quickly now because of feedback. Um, I like to think of my puppets being one of those checks and balances for these companies. Um, you know, case in point, this debate that I got into with, uh, you know, uh, this big fitness name. I don't want to keep talking about his name because I keep giving him all kinds of, you know, uh, credit. But, uh, it, you know, shows like ours and other people on social media, other fitness professionals, they act a little bit as the checks and balances. Mm-hmm. And uh, I we're going to continue doing that. If you're going to Start peddling shit and talking crap. FDA is not going to come down on you because no. the supplements are not regulated. Yeah. But Mind Pump's going to come down on you. <laughs>
3: oh, we're sitting pretty, hide, uh, not for long. Hide under your bed. We're coming yeah. for you. Hide your kids. Hide your <laughs> wife. Mind uh, pump's gonna leave us. A stab you with a knife. Five star rating and review. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Justin's
2: just that was kidding. inappropriate.
1: Can we start asking for a six star rating?
2: Yeah. Leave us a, if you Jeez. can leave a six star rating. <laughs> You, know we you should that.
1: petition that to iTunes.
2: Five-star rating. Listen, if you live a if you leave a good rating, a good review, excuse me, uh, you might get a free t-shirt. Also, check us out on Instagram. Doug gave away four last week. Gave away four. Check us out on Instagram. Check this out. Go on Instagram. Look at each of our posts. There is some controversial shit that we've been posting lately. I've, I personally have posted a couple things that have brought down some serious heat on me. And part of me loves it. It gives me anxiety as well. But whatever. I got a big <laughs> mouth. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal. You can Can't find Justin. It. At Mind Pump Justin. You can find Adam at Mind Pump Adam. And you can find the Mind Pump Show on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio.
0: And before we sign off here, I just want to say that Mind Pump will not stab your kids. We will not stab. (laughs) Thank you, Doug.
2: We love everybody. You saved my ass. Oh, mindpumpmedia.com. We've got some awesome testimonials. Go there, too. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit
0: us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.